Hey, it's Graham. Our past in-depth guests have shared so many inspirational stories. We're sharing one of these uplifting stories from the archives each Thursday, and we hope they'll serve as a small slice of positivity in your day. This week, Charles Barkley. Why do you think you're able to pretty much get away with whatever you want to say? I pick my battles very carefully. Everything's not worth arguing over. But if something serious come out, I'm not afraid. Uh, and I think I do have a little leeway because I have basketball money. Like a lot of guys can't be honest and straightforward on television because this is their job. Because people don't really want to hear the truth. But, but even during your career, you might have been making, during your NBA career, you might have been making basketball money, but you still had endorsements. And yeah, because a people lot of people respect the truth. Are, because kinda... the one thing that people say to me, and it really means a great deal to me, it means a great deal to me. He says, I might not agree with you, but I, at least I think you're going to be honest and you're going to be fair. Even players, when I talk to them, when I criticize them, they're like, okay, I can understand. Uh, one of the reasons I don't do a lot of sit-down interviews is, uh, I, number one, I, I don't like talking to the press, number one, about myself. I do a lot of talking to the press, but it's about right. the game and things like that. See, because I think a lot of reporters are biased. The one thing the players tell me, and it means a great deal to NBA players, have they said they like me, that means a great deal to me. Because I do have to criticize them sometime. But they can be sure of one thing, I don't have a hidden agenda. You've spoken about this a little bit before, but when you were growing up, mm -hmm. you know, really poor, uh, the majority of the rich people really didn't give your family the time of day. <laughs> how did that impact, you know, how you felt if you were, you, how you felt you would act if you were ever rich? Anytime I meet somebody, I try to always make eye contact because they took the time to come say hello to me. I hate guys who shake people's hand and like, hey, nice to meet you too, and they don't even make eye contact. And I got celebrity friends who did it. It drives me crazy. It only takes a second to make direct eye contact. Hey, listen, I, and I mean this, I'm not just saying this because I'm in show. There's five important jobs in the world, in my opinion. Teacher, fireman, policeman, doctor, somebody who's in the armed service. Those are selfless, honorable people. I play basketball. I don't take myself that serious. We play a silly game. It's a great game. I love basketball. I love basketball. Basketball has given me every single thing in my life. I mean, think about it. I'm 51 years old. I've never had a real job. And I've hopefully got more money than I'm ever going to need, never able to spend. I mean, it, it's amazing the, st the doors that basketball has opened for me. I'm 51 years old, and I have, when you're growing up in the projects in Leeds, Alabama, there's no way you think you're going to be sitting here talking about your life or seeing some of the stuff I've seen. I was in my apartment today, and I, I got this picture from the White House. And I'm standing in the Oval Office with the president. I mean, you're like, wow, are you kidding me? I mean, it's crazy. What, what's that like for you when you actually take a step back and it's amazing. consider like, yeah. that moment specifically? I mean, it's, it like, I, I, I could think about that one. I was one time, I was at, when I was playing for the Rockets, uh, Bush Sr., Mr. President Bush Sr., was sitting beside me watching a baseball game, and he's asking me, would you like a hot dog? And I was like, this is surreal. <laughs> this is, and he was such a nice man. But I'm just sitting there, and he asked me, that I, and I was like, the President of the United States just asked me if I wanted a hot dog. And like, 
it was so surreal to look back at those things in my life. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's little stuff, too. You know, I tell people, I've had five people want to meet me before they die. Little kids. Really? Uh, with the Make-A-Wish. And I got to tell you something. It's one of the most humbling, sad, happy, terrific things that, that, that uh, you can go through. I mean, it's like your emotions are all over the place. Uh, I mean, I mean, because you're like, wow. And you want the kid to enjoy the experience, and they're so excited, and they just want to take pictures with you and sign autographs, and you, like, you spend like 15, 20 minutes with them, and it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a heart-wrenching thing. Uh, but to be able to do something like that, uh, it's, it's, like I say, it's really cool. It's really sad. Your emotions are jumping all over the place. One quick favor before you leave, please consider giving the podcast a rating and review. These go a long way in helping us reach new listeners. Thanks again for your support.